Hey everybody, this is Steve. This is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy meet Batman in The Joker is Wild. We're getting wild here. Oh my episode. god, we are. This one was super wild. This is one of the wildest 25 minutes of TV I have ever watched. It's I was actually I was actually charged 9.99 to watch it. <laughs> We sh- we were talking. This episode should have been called "Joker's Gone Wild," but I guess you know they've recorded this in the '60s, and it wouldn't have made as much sense back then. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't so, know. Maybe it would have made perfect sense. I don't know. So yeah, we're back, and we're gonna do another episode of the 1966 Batman TV series. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um. So how have you been? What's been uh, what's uh, pretty good? How how have you been doing? It's uh officially summertime now, I guess. Yeah, right? and it's really hot in Austin. It's, I've been it's hot up here too in Columbus. Yeah. Oy. Been staying indoors. So yeah, that's for the most part. I have too. <laughs> I mean, I have to go outside every once in a while, you know, to like go to a store or something. Yeah, I just I just stay indoors all the time and watch <laughs> Batman and that's it. Comment on it to myself. And that's, that's <laughs> Wait for emails. That's what I do. I just hit refresh. Over and over again. <laughs> I actually got a. I, I had to go outside. I got a pizza today, so I had to go outside for that. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. that's fun. It was good. <laughs> so, the, uh, obviously, these are Joker episodes, and these two. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a false face episode. <laughs> it should have been false face gone wild. That's, that's no. It should still been called the Joker's <laughs> Wild. It just would have been false face. These episodes are good. I think these are so far my favorite of the first season episodes. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. This this particular episode, the Joker is wild, is my favorite episode of Batman. There you go. You heard it here. I should before we start the episode. I should mention um, our podcast feed can only hold 25 episodes at a time, and we actually have 25 episodes. We can you believe we've done 25 episodes of this of this show? No, not really. How many? <laughs> How many episodes do we do of Seinfeld? Two. What, two, two yeah. and I think we only put one up. So there is a lost episode somewhere. Yeah, there is. There's also a lost episode of Batman somewhere, which I haven't. Yeah, yeah, where we, we recorded and we don't know what we did with it. So yeah, I don't know how many people know this, but we started with season three for some reason and did about six or seven episodes of that. Um, we did a couple cartoons episodes, and then we started over with season one, and here we are. Where this is a the, what is this, the fifth episode of season one. That's correct. The first appearance of the Joker, and it's a good one. Like it I is said. a good one. It's, it's, it's actually a really great episode. It's very entertaining. It's funny. Yeah. The, season one, it's a lot different than season three. Um, it's slightly more serious, but... Uh... But not that, I mean, yeah, it's slightly more serious. Yeah, <laughs> very, yeah. very slight. Um, so yeah, anyway, our podcast feed on iTunes can only hold... 25 episodes at a time so once we post this episode uh, our first episode will go away but you can still download it at stevenandy.blogspot.com if you go there and go back in our archives it's there just click on the title of the post and you can download it or you can email me and i'll i'll send it to you i guess if you're really lazy that first episode was a good one too because it had something to do with a penguin kidnapping Batgirl, right yeah yeah have a mariam or something yeah, it was good. That That's a good episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. I guess now it won't be on the iTunes feed, but go go to our blog and listen to it. And yeah. our blog is fun. It's, you should go there anyway. Yeah, don't we usually put, like, pictures up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think anyone looks at them, but I do it anyway. 
I look at I look at him. <laughs> it's just for, for Andy. <laughs> All right, are you ready to get in? Oh, wait, one more thing. Oh, okay. We have a very special contest coming up. So, and we're gonna we're announcing it on this episode. God. So stick around. You have to listen to. You you have got to stick through the episode. You you have to bear through that. If you stick. just skip to the ending, we'll know. Yeah, we will know, and you'll be disqualified. So you have to listen to this whole episode. Also, one more thing. We are planning on a special crossover podcast very soon with our friends from Film Jive. It's another podcast, podcast. about Jive. <laughs> we have mentioned them a few times before, and we decided let's do a podcast together it should be fun um so look forward to that very soon so i'm looking forward there's a lot to look forward to it if you don't like uh batman there's still stuff for you in this exactly podcast so contest (laughs) jive uh what else do you need yeah what else do you need batman contest and jive so (laughs) are you ready to get in are you ready to get wild i guess i am ready i'm ready to get wild (laughs) let's get wild all right, so this is season one, episode five. The Joker is wild. Do you have some info about this episode for us? Uh, yes, I do. It was uh, written by uh, Robert Dozer, who is uh, was it William Dozer? Yeah, executive producer William Dozer's uh, son. So nepotism. So nepotism there. I, I mean, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, directed, directed by Don Weiss. All right. Uh, his original air date was January 26, 1966, and of course, Cesar Romero is the Joker. I read somewhere that they were considering Frank Sinatra to play. Yeah, I know. Is that, that true? Yeah, yeah I, I believe it. <laughs> that would have really sucked. I and, and, I, and, I think, and I think Dean Martin was the original uh, choice for King Tut, and uh, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. for False Face. I thought Sammy Davis Jr. was going to be Egghead. He should have been the Archer. <laughs> he should have been Louis the Lilac, actually. That's true. It should have just been Rat Pack members as well. <laughs> Joey Bishop and Peter Lawford to round it out. It should have been Brat Pack members. They would have, <laughs> they would have all like, been little kids. Like little kids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we open in Gotham State Penitentiary, and the the narrator says, this is one of the busiest places in Gotham. What? A, what it, it's, it's a problem, right? If your city, if the busiest place in your entire city is the penitentiary, what are you, what are you doing, really? The, they're cracking down hard on crime, but I mean, if you even if you arrested every criminal for every crime, uh, would would really should your prison be the busiest place? Even jaywalkers go to prison <laughs> in Gotham. So if you remember from the the last episodes, uh, I mean, Gotham have, has an egg tax. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's a if you don't pay the egg tax, you prison. go to state state penitentiary. Ten years. Most of those people, that's what they're in for. <laughs> Failure to pay egg tax. And most people didn't even know there was an egg tax, so... Exactly. It's harsh. If you exactly. Remember... <laughs> if you remember... <laughs> oh, boy. If you remember from uh, the last episodes, the warden of Gotham State Penitentiary, his name is Warden Crichton, he's got some progressive policies. Uh, one of these policies is to let, you know, let the prisoners have some recreation time, some entertainment. He believes this helps the prisoners. I don't believe it helps the prisoners because his tr- warden Crichton's track record is pretty low. It's really poor. I don't know how he keeps his job. To be honest <laughs> with you, he's friends. Let's just say he's friends with the mayor. So oh friends with benefits. I see. <laughs> uh, we see a notice board in the prison that you know 
it's a recreation notice board. It's got some signs up. It's got a, a Glee Club sign. I, I I was hoping the Joker would the, be a member of the, the Glee TV Club. The TV show Glee is really big at Gotham State Penitentiary. <laughs> I thought the TV show Glee should have been based on the Gotham State Penitentiary Glee Club. I always thought it was. I've never seen the show, so I'm just assuming that it is. Uh, another sign says, important notice, bowling tonight. I like how that's that's it's a very big, bold letters, important notice, bowling tonight. Bowling is a big deal in the prison in Gotham. It's the most popular sport in Gotham, so... Does that mean that they have a bowling alley in the uh, in the prison, or do you think they go out to a... <laughs> I like to think that they go out. I like to think that they play other, like, bowling league teams. <laughs> oh, boy. I was on the bowling team in high school, so... Were you any good? Uh, not really, but no. any anyone could be on it, and... The ladies love the bowlers, believe it. That's true, they do. They really do. <laughs> uh, the camera focuses in on one sign. It says, softball today, an ace pitcher's duel, Barnett versus the Joker. They they love softball. In the they prison, do. Even and, more than bowling. And Joker is quite the pitcher. I mean, he almost was called up to the majors. He, That's how good he is. I mean, he's a renaissance man, really. As yeah. we see later this episode, he's got multi. he's multi-talented. He really is. But I like how they let him keep his name, his, I and, guess his villain name, the and Joker. And his face paint. <laughs> we cut to the field. Uh, we see the Joker pitching. He's doing awesome. Sinkers, sliders, curveballs, fastballs, change. He's got everything. And he keeps laughing after every pitch. <laughs> that gets a little annoying, yeah. <laughs> uh, he could That's have a career. That's how he psychs out the hitter. He just starts <laughs> laughing. Yeah, I think he's, you're right, he's got an MLB, he, he has MLB talent he really does who who could he pitch for you think or who what team would want the joker who wouldn't want the joker i, uh, I really think i could see uh, like the toronto blue jays paying yeah. big bucks to get the joker <laughs> so they could compete with boston new york and tampa on a yearly basis um you mentioned that he's he's not he's wearing his makeup but he isn't wearing all of his makeup he's missing his uh his mouth makeup did you notice they that? won't let they won't let him bring red into the uh <laughs> Yeah, it's just just the white makeup for the Joker. Do you think he puts like Vaseline on that makeup so he can kind of like he'll like wipe his head and then grease up the ball? Yeah, that's what that's really about. That's that's why he's so good. So uh, they're they're having the, the softball game. There's a big crowd there, and all the guards <laughs> are loving it. Um, O'Hare is there. He bet money on Joker's <laughs> team. Yeah, yeah. Why is Chief O'Hara there? He's he's. He's there. He's, he's, got a gam- he's got a gambling problem. He's enjoying the game. He says Warden Crichton has done a remarkable job with the Joker. Uh, not really. I mean, there's no. It, the Joker just likes baseball. I mean, softball, I guess. So the Joker strikes out a batter. We see the catcher pull out a ball. Uh, it's very suspicious. They play some very suspicious sounding music, so you know something's going to happen. Uh, the Joker pitches the ball. The batter hits it. It explodes. We hear this wa- weird. Um, like, boing, 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 boing. <laughs> and uh, we see the Joker turn the pitching mound into a giant spring. He sprung himself out of the pen, he over the wall, probably breaking his legs on the other side. <laughs> but he gets away. I mean, they don't have any guards outside the prison. No, no, why would they? How did he install that giant spring, though? Yeah, I mean, you got Nobody noticed? You would have dug a hole to fit the spring in there. I mean, this would have taken months to do, and no one ever thought of going, Hey, Joker, what are you doing? Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, nothing, nothing. And Warden Crichton... Working on my game. I think Warden Crichton, he's getting kickbacks from all the criminal gangs in the city. That's all I That's all I think. We cut to Gordon. 
on the phone with O'Hara, O'Hara tells him the Joker has just sprung out of prison. Gordon says, there's only one man who can handle this. I don't even need to say who he is. Meanwhile, in Wayne Manor, Bruce, Harry, and Dick are all in the living room. Bruce is reading the paper. Dick is practic practicing Harriet. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dick oh, my God. Really? Uh, we, we did watch a different episode. <laughs> Dick is practicing piano with Aunt Harriet. Uh, He's doing it very poorly. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was pretty good, but Aunt Harriet says... Y did he see Bruce's face? Aunt Harriet says, you know, you're going to have to practice harder. Dick says, you know, I hate practicing. What's so important about Chopin? Bruce says, all music is important. It's the universal language. It's the best hope for the eventual realization of the brotherhood of mankind. Just, just a few episodes ago, Bruce was talking about if everyone just spoke the same language, we would have world peace. Now he's here saying, if, if we just play more music, that everyone is going to just get along. I'm, I'm not sure that that's true. He's a little that's bit... That's just Bruce's, uh, like, that's his MO just to say to Dick, just to get him to stop complaining. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I hate math. Well, if everyone did math, the world would be a <laughs> better a place. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like broccoli. Uh, you know, if everyone ate broccoli, there would be no more wars. <laughs> You're right, Bruce. Uh, just then Alfred comes in. He whispers to Bruce. The bat phone is ringing. Bruce stands up. He says, uh, you know... Dick, we've got to get to the ball game. We're late. Joker's softball game. <laughs> Do you think Bruce is the catcher or a pitcher? No. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> and Harriet is getting suspicious still. She's like, they're always running off. Because they literally run out of the room. <laughs> uh, Bruce answers the phone. Gordon tells him Joker is on the loose. They race off. We see the Gotham City 14-mile sign again. That was a nice reference to uh, Jim Beard's book. Jim you know? Beard. I don't know how he does it, but he's getting these these plugs in almost every episode. Yeah, I know. It's quite impressive. Later, at police headquarters, Gordon explains how the Joker escaped. He built a spring in the prison machine shop. Uh, no one ever questioned why the Joker... I know. Jokers... He... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, oh, I'm just making this funny spring. Get in the box. Speaking of Renaissance, man, he's, he's a... He's an ace pitcher, and he's also apparently a master craftsman, able to build a spring probably out of simple, That's uh, whatever true. simple tools they had there. This spring was capable of launching him probably hundred feet into the air, and that's true. So, he's got talent. He, he is truly a Renaissance man. Batman says oh, that's an ingenious plan. It's not. It's not really an ingenious plan. It's just that um, the guards at the prison are very incompetent. Yes. <laughs> Gotham City is like the most incompetent city, except for Batman. <laughs> like incompetence runs rampant throughout the entire city. Yeah, and Batman's not even that competent. He's really not. Alfred's the most competent person. So, <laughs> Gordon tells Batman and Robin that they found the bust of the Joker at the base of the spring. Batman points out that it's a, a good likeness. It's not really. <laughs> it doesn't look. It looks like Frank Sinatra as the Joker. <laughs> they probably. That's how. They they built they made this bust of the Joker and they're like that really looks like Frank Sinatra we should just get him to be the Joker and that didn't work out um, so did I guess another Joker is also a very fine sculptor I mean it doesn't That's look true. anything wow. like him but it it does look very nice but I mean he had to make that in his prison cell <laughs> probably it's out kind of, of like it's kind of like the Clint Eastwood movie Escape from Alcatraz where he makes the paper mache head and puts it in bed while he escapes yeah I, 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 the Joker he, he made it out of toilet paper and whatever else get in a prison like, i don't know it's very nice it's a nice looking bus batman says this must be a clue where do you find the bust you must find it in a museum that's the perfect setup for a crime 
Batman then remembers that Gotham Museum of Modern Art included a new exhibit, the Comedian's Hall of Fame, which I, I don't really know how that fits into a modern art museum, the Comedian's Hall of Fame. Well, I guess they consider stand-up comedy a modern art. Maybe. I guess so. In, in Gotham, yes, they do. That, that must be true. I like how Batman just knows all... He knows all the goings-on of Gotham City. He's a huge stand-up comedy fan, <laughs> so... Um, but Batman remembers they didn't include the Joker. They even put that in the newspaper that they're not including the Joker in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the Joker's not... He's not even that funny. Is he a stand-up comedian? I mean... He he was a little bit too ahead of his time. This was the 60s, and the Joker he's was... like an Andy Kaufman-esque comedian. I thought I thought he was doing more of, like, the, the observational Jerry Seinfeld type Seinfeld, like you, I'd watch a Seinfeld, like, sitcom starring the Joker. <laughs> like, everyone else was the same. There's, like, a George and a Kramer and an Elaine and the Joker. <laughs> Robin says, uh, the Joker wants to get even. Obviously, they haven't included him. He's probably pissed off. You know, Jackson Brown did the same thing when he was looked over for the Rock and Roll of Fame. The museum also houses a jewel collection. It, why, again, why is a jewel collection in the Museum of Modern Art? It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all. Batman and Robin race off to the museum. As they pull up, we see a gaggle of teenage girls. I think that when a large group of teenage girls gets together, they're called a gaggle. Um, they're all fawning over Robin, and he looks very uncomfortable. He's not yes, liking he's it. Yes, he's not, not excited about it. Let's just say that. <laughs> Batman sees a no-parking sign. He, he's going to go move the Batmobile. He doesn't want to get a ticket. Uh, but a cop comes up. He's like, look, don't worry about it. He moves the sign. <laughs> yes, yes. Laws do not apply to Batman. <laughs> Inside the museum, Batman and Robin tell the, uh, the museum attendant, clear, shut down the museum. There's a plot going on. Inside the Comedian's Hall of Fame, uh, they see a statue of the Joker. So he was included after all. Did the newspaper make a mistake? Batman is confused. Batman's also very suspicious about the um, the statue. He says it doesn't look it doesn't look quite right. He doesn't bother looking behind it, which might have helped him out. <laughs> you know, he just does like a quick glance and is like, eh, "Everything's fine here." Uh, so they leave to go to the museum director and see what's up. Did they add the Joker at the last minute? What happened? You would think also that the museum director would be have an office in the museum, but no, it's it's next door. <laughs> not sure why. So they There's leave. Not enough room in there. <laughs> so they leave uh, and they tell the guard, look, lock up the museum. And the guard's like, don't worry. I locked this museum down. No one's getting in, which we see later that it's not exactly. Yeah, Batman and Robin get in. <laughs> you get in relatively easily, too. <laughs> As they lock up, uh, we cut inside the museum. The Joker appears from behind a statue. He's just there the whole time, hiding, and no one noticed. Also, his henchmen appear. They're named after uh, famous, famous old-timey comedians. So the Joker and his henchmen race off to steal the jewels. Next door, Batman and Robin are unable to get into the museum director's office. They realize they've been tricked by the Joker. They race back next door, and as you said... They're like, he's behind a statue. <laughs> they... they very easily pick the lock on the door. I mean, it takes them like five seconds. Uh, they, they rush in. They find the Joker stealing the jewels and trigger treat bags. I thought that was a odd touch. <laughs> he kept them, He keeps them from Halloween. Every year he does this. <laughs> a fight breaks out. Batman and Robin are knocking guys into the, all the priceless artifacts. Breaking things. Breaking Destroying Monet. <laughs> uh, just then an, an antique sword falls on batman i don't know why an antique sword. that was pretty funny though <laughs> i don't know why an antique sword is in the museum of modern art <clears throat> in the uh, jewel section yeah 
Robin is distracted. The goons grab Robin, and the Joker and his henchmen carry them off. We see Batman. He he's come to it. Really, I guess didn't hit him that hard. He was he, playing possum. <laughs> he grabs uh, an explosive from his utility belt. He throws it to free himself. The Joker hates the utility belt. Yeah. He vows to get his own utility belt. Yeah. It, it, as the Joker runs off, he says, I swear by all that is funny, I shall never be foiled by that insidious, unconstitutional device again. It is unconstitutional. He is right. <laughs> I don't know what... Batman, actually, Batman is unconstitutional. Yeah, He's suppressing well, I, free yeah, speech left and right. Well, I was, was going to say, I mean, he's a vigilante that the police are using. And he doesn't really follow any kind of... Uh, any kind of law, I know. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, I mean... He's his own... Yeah, I don't... Uh, if we... we, uh, we <laughs> The Joker's, he's right on. It is unconstitutional, and the Joker's pissed off about that. He's going to call the ACLU. That's what he should He should. <laughs> Later, at Gotham Pier Amusement Park, we see the Joker has somehow managed to find a hideout there. I don't know how no one notices him setting up there, but he's got a hideout at the amusement park. Uh, he's there with his henchmen and a, and a mistress, because if you're a villain in Gotham City, the first thing you do is find a hideout, and the second thing you do is find a mistress, preferably blonde. So yes, in a in a mini dress. <laughs> How do they? I mean, all these all these villains are old men. How do they get these young women like this all the time? I don't know. They're just attracted they don't to well, the they don't have stuff. jobs. They have they they don't have money. I'm assuming. I mean, there's a dating website, villainmistress.org, and they go to it and sign up. Joker's got a little profile there, pictures of himself. And this interest. is. It, Interest our medieval weaponry, pro wrestling and football. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the Joker has created a utility belt of his own. Again, Renaissance man. He built this in like five minutes. He's very yes. pumped up about it. He claims it can do anything. Uh, the mistress asked um, if the belt could give her a pearl necklace, a sable coat. Uh, the Joker, he looks disgusted. Those things are commonplace. She said, what about a cruise? Uh, this gives the Joker an idea because the SS Gotham is planning on launching the following Saturday. It's a cruise ship. He's going to use the utility belt to steal the whole ship. Not entirely sure how he's going to do it, but he says the first things first, We let's take out Batman. That, that has to be the first thing. The Joker said if, if we take out Batman, we'll rule the sea. He's forgetting about Aquaman. Aquaman. And I know oh that Aquaman exists in this universe. So. I do too. He has to. <laughs> Later, uh, who do you think has the best utility belt? Batman, Joker, or uh, Bizarro Batman? Uh, Bizarro Batman, clearly. Yeah. It's the chewed up gum and the rusty nails. Later in Gordon's office, we see Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara. They're there with Bruce and Dick. Uh, Bruce is a majority shareholder. Did you notice how Dick had his hand? Not Dick, but Bruce had his hands in his pockets. Yeah, it was very strange. Just his thumbs were in his pockets, and the rest of his hands were hanging out. Strange pose there, yeah. Uh, Bruce is a majority shareholder in Gotham Cruise Lines. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> and Gordon has made arrangements for Batman and Robin to christen the ship. I, why would Gordon go... Why would he do that for Bruce? Uh, you think Bruce would do it. Yeah, we're not totally sure why Gordon's getting involved. Uh, just then an object crashes through the window. Now, now I got a question. How I've always felt that Gordon's office was really high up in a building, like many stories up. It's now. like at least 10 or, 10 or 15 stories up, yeah. I know. How... Who threw this dummy through the window? 
Well, you're forgetting the Joker is a star pitcher. He's got he's got an arm on him. He can he can I chuck <laughs> he can chuck a clown doll pretty far. <laughs> what do you think his fastball is like? Oh, it's got a it's clocking up over a hundred. Oh my god. He's he, the he's the Nolan Ryan of the Gotham. Oh, oh he's he's a Nolan Ryan of the Batman universe. Do you think he juices? Oh yeah. Do you think the Riddler's going to release a book called Juiced and it's going <laughs> to reveal all the all of the rogues that juiced? I like how these jokes. Half of our listeners aren't going to understand them because half of our listeners are in the UK. Uh, more than half. So. Oh, I'm sure they know something about baseball though. Baseball references. I yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Harrow sees this clown doll. He, I like. I, I feel like he's trying very hard. He's like, oh, clown doll. Maybe the Joker's gonna rob the circus. Very original. O'Hara says that, and Gordon says the circus has already left town. He knows the circus. <laughs> Gordon waits every year for the circus to come in town. He's very excited about it. Um, he goes out there by himself. It's very weird. He, we don't... I, I like to think that O'Hara's circus reference was kind of like a dig at Dick. Oh, he doesn't know that he's Dick Grayson, though. <laughs> well, I think he does. and I think Yeah, you know, yeah, he's like, maybe they're going to rob the circus, and Dick's feeling very bad because his parents died. Maybe died. shoot some acrobats. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> so they're like, oh, whatever, it's just a clue. They, they, I like, uh, they, they, don't, clue. they don't bother to think about it. They're like, oh, let's just call Batman, whatever. Alfred answers the phone. He says, Batman is out for the day. <laughs> I like to think when he does, Batman just actually goes out for the day, like in the bat suit, just around. Just goes to shopping and stuff. Yeah, goes to Barnes & Noble, like drinks some coffee and I don't know. Just just goes out in the town and enjoys the day. Has a, do you think Batman has a Nook or a Kindle or an iPad? He's got an iPad. Um, he's got an iPhone. And Batman is a really big Apple fan. He's a really big fanboy. Yeah. Um, in, in in the in the Gotham universe, Batman TV C TV series universe, he does the Mac commercials. <laughs> you have like a guy like the Penguin goes, "I'm a PC." <laughs> Batman's like, "I'm a Mac." <laughs> so, but when Alfred tells Gordon that uh, Batman's out for the day, he's not available. Gordon looks so dejected. He's like, oh, well, what's he going to do? This is the saddest I've ever seen him look. Uh, he's, he's like, oh, man. Um, it's, very, it's very pitiful, really. I feel very bad for Gordon because that, that that's his go-to thing. They've got nothing. Yeah, without, without that, they're up to creek without a battle, really. <laughs> Bruce and Dick leave. As they leave, Bruce asks for the doll as a souvenir, and o- O'Hara says, oh, okay, whatever, just take it. That's that's evidence. That's a clue. Yeah, they should give that to Batman and Robin. I mean, they don't know Bruce and or, or they Batman should do their own police work. <laughs> They're giving away clues. They're giving away evidence that it was like Bruce was like, "Oh, can I take that doll?" And Gordon's like, "Oh, here, do you need it for anything?" And they're like, "Nah, we don't need this." <laughs> As they leave, um, well, after no one they... why the go- no one why the Gotham penal system is so filled with people. They just randomly arrest people. They do no police work. <laughs> After um, after they leave O'Hara, badmouths Bruce and Dick. He's like, like those guys could ever help with the oh, well, Joker. Because like Dick and uh, Bruce are like, oh, we got to go to this uh, this uh, this concert, this opera, where I don't yeah. know, quite remember. And then they leave, and O'Hara basically calls him gay in a way, <laughs> the way that he like, oh, we're going to a concert. Yeah, O'Hara, big homophobe, and he's oh. on to Bruce and Dick, or he thinks. I know, that. I know, but I I thought that was so funny that. After they left, he said to Gordon, like, they're going to a concert. (laughs) 
Um, later in the Batcave, we see Batman and Robin in the Bat. They, they change to the suit, the their costumes because they have to do that when they do science and analyze the. Yes. Uh, the doll. They're analyzing the doll. There's nothing out of the ordinary, and they're wondering why would he just throw a doll? Just then, Batman remembers that tonight there's a live telecast of the Gotham City Opera uh, showcasing a clown. I don't remember what the opera was called. I'm not a big opera I'm fan. I'm not either. Do you think O'Hara was watching the opera? Oh, yeah. He's a big opera fan. You oh, know, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though he basically called Bruce and Dick gay for like two Right. Yeah, he's a big homophobe. That means he's gay himself. We know that. Uh, God, I didn't think of that. <laughs> we cut to a clown singing the opera. It's, did you notice this is the same clown mask that the Joker wore in The Dark Knight? Yes, I did. At the beginning. So that's a actually a really cool reference. I was very... I actually thought this episode... Uh, well, we'll get into that later. So. Okay. Of course, this is the Joker. He's dressed up as... He somehow was able to dress up as a clown and fool everyone. He's got a beautiful voice. He's singing opera. He really does. I know. He's a pitching star, uh, an expert craftsman. An opera singer, he's a he's a renaissance a mas- man. A master criminal. That's he's got it all. Um, a hall of fame worthy <laughs> comedian. That's true. So this is being broadcast on TV. We, it, we see this weird cut to a bar in Gotham City. They're they're watching the opera at this bar because that's what you do at a bar in Gotham City. You watch the news and you watch operas. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, once the number is over, Batman and Robin... They don't, they don't have sports bars in Gotham. No. They have opera bars. And when they do broadcast sports, it's just prison sports. That's how... Exactly. That's it. Uh, once, they once... love prison sports. <laughs> <laughs> once the number is over, Batman and Robin swing down, grab the clown very violently, and um, and unmask him. And of course it's the Joker, but, but what if they were wrong? Because it's going off this weird hunch. Um, it... And they ripped the mask off and it was O'Hara. They wouldn't care. <laughs> Uh, the Joker uses his utility belt and throws some sneezing powder on Batman and Robin. His goons run out and grab them. No one is Cares. helping him. No one's help. I mean, there's got to be security guards there. They don't care. The Joker moves in to unmask Batman and Robin, and uh, that's the end of the episode. What will happen next? Will the Joker unmask them? We'll find out. I think he will unmask them. <laughs> and I think Gordon becomes the new Batman. <laughs> it's, and the new Robin is Alfred? Yes. Is is youthful is Anne Harriet? <laughs> All right, so this is a really good episode. I thought it, it was very funny. It had some yeah. goofy, campy stuff, but overall, it was very good. Yes. Um, and the, the next episode, even better, even wilder. You can or even wilder. All right, so I guess now we should announce our contest. And I guess this is, this is a very weird contest, right? So I am. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Andy is a big cat fan. Yes, I am. Um, I have have two cats. He's got two cats, and you know what I thought? You know, I should get a cat, but I I can't think of a name for this cat. So, this is the contest. Um, Just email us with suggestions for the name of a cat. It could be, I don't know if I'm going to get a boy or a girl cat, so it could be anything... Um, it doesn't have to be Batman related. It's probably best if it's not Batman related. And that's that's the contest. And the prize will be an autographed photo of Andy's two cats and the yet to be unnamed cat. Oh my god! And, and when I that say autograph photo, it's not me and Andy aren't going to autograph it because our autographs are worthless. Clearly, the cats will autograph it. Yes, with their paws. And also, there will be 
a, if, if that doesn't interest you enough, which I don't know why it wouldn't, but there, there will be another prize that will be more Batman related. A and, special mystery prize. And it's good. It's a good prize, I have to say. It is. It really is. And we will mail you these things, if, and real mail, not that email stuff, but we no. will mail you these things, and yeah, so start sending in your suggestions. Yeah. It's going to be a good contest. We're going to run this the whole summer. Um, I guess I'm planning on getting the cat at the end of the summer, and uh, and I will name it what you... Uh, I, I don't... I guess if the names are really not any good, I won't name it, but we'll pick a best name. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll pick one anyway. And uh, we'll pick a winner, and you will get a fabulous prize. So this will be the this will be the first contest for our bat mites. All right, so yes, yeah, send us an email at stevenandy at gmail dot com. If you can't think of a good cat name, think of have, a dog name. Think of a dog name. Send it. Whatever. Think of any. Yeah, whatever. We don't. We don't care. If you have any questions about is this about anything? What you know? If you want to know more about our personal lives, cats. If you uh, want to know more about cats, you know what. What type of cat food should you buy? What, what type of kitty litter? I mean, what's the proper anything like that? Anything yes. like that you know, any questions? Email stevenandy at gmail We will answer all emails. Yes, any, we will. No question is off limits. It really isn't. We'll answer anything. Nothing is too personal. Leave us a review on iTunes. We've gotten some good feedback. We like to get feedback. It makes us feel good about ourselves. Check out our blog, steveandandy.blogspot.com. As I mentioned, the first episode of our podcast is getting... It, it will no longer be on iTunes and because we can only have 25 episodes up at a time. So you can go to our blog and get the episode there if you so choose. And there's also fun stuff at the blog, I think. you should. It's, it's a fun blog. People should go to it. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. And Andy, I will talk to you later. I will talk to you later, Steve. See ya. See ya. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabond shoes.